Let's talk Tanya for the 14th of Tevis. We're holding by chapter 12. We've come a long way. We found out about our animal soul, our godly soul in the first chapters of Tanya. We've talked about the battle between them. And we've also talked about the two possible outcomes of this battle. So those are the first, the first two possible outcomes. Today we are going to talk about the third outcome, and that is what is called the Benini, in between. The one who is in between the Tzaddik and the Rasha. The Tzaddik, again, to review the Tzaddik is someone who the godly soul has gained an advantage over the animal soul internally. The Rasha is someone who is the opposite. The animal soul has gained an advantage over the godly soul internally. The Benini, the one in between, as you might have guessed, is where there is somewhat of a stalemate. Neither side has gained an advantage. They're both at full strength. What is the result, practically speaking, of this internal state, a state, you might want to say a state of balance, where both the godly and the animal souls are at full power, neither one has been compromised? Interestingly, the result is a person whose garments, in other words, the machshava dibra maisa, thought, speech, and action, are perfect, they're perfectly aligned with the godly soul. Now, you might want to ask, why is that? If the animal soul is at full strength, why is it that the person in thought, speech, and action will be perfect? The answer to that, we will find out tomorrow. But before we get there, so it's important for us to know already at this point in time, even though the Al-Tarebbe is going to say it um, explicitly, he's going to say it later on in chapter 14, this is our aspiration. The book of Tanya is called the book of the Benini. Our aspiration is to be the Benini, the person who reaches, again, this internal stalemate and who's therefore whose thought, speech, and action are perfect. And this is, again, minimum expectation and the aspiration of every single one of us. In describing the Benini, the Alter Rebbe and Tanya, he uses interesting words. He says, he says that the Benini is someone who's li'ovar avera miyamav v'loyavar. A Benini was someone who has never sinned and never will sin. What does that mean? Does that mean that someone who has sinned cannot become a Benini? If that's the case, then for most of us, I guess by now we could pick up our hands and just give up. And also, what does it mean that the Benini never will sin? After all, we all have free choice. But as explained, we're not talking here about behavior at all. The Benini is not, it's not about behavior. The behavior is a result of the internal state. And when Dr. Rebbe says the Benini has never sinned and never will sin, we're not talking about actually whether the person sinned or actually whether the person will sin. We're talking about what is the person's present internal state. A person who has messed up, a person who has failed, a person who has sinned, is someone who is weak in that area. We all know this, this is our own reality. If, I have been, if I've been perfect in a certain area my entire life, the odds of me now messing up in that area are very slight. But something that I've done multiple times in the past, even once, but especially if I've done it multiple times, I'm much weaker in that area. If I've slipped up in there in the past, I've weakened my godly soul in that area. So the problem with doing a sin, having done a sin, is not that I did a sin. It's not about the past, it's about the present. Right now, there's an imbalance. And as mentioned, a Benini is someone who doesn't have an imbalance. So, if someone has sinned, can they become a Benini? Yeah. But the way to become a Benini is by getting rid of that weakness to the extent that when you look at that person today, you say, no, that person never sinned. What does it mean, never sinned? That means their internal state right now is one of a perfect balance. No residue of that sin remains. And a Benini is someone who their internal state is so strong 
Their godly soul is so strong, has not been compromised in any, in any which way, that if you look at that person right now and you say, what is the tra- tra- trajectory of that person? That's a person who never will sin. They're too strong to sin. Now, tomorrow, maybe that person will lose that strength, and in which case, the person won't be abandoning me anymore. If the person isn't abandoning me, they might stumble, and they might fail, and they might sin. But that's tomorrow, because tomorrow they're not abandoning. Today they're abandoning, and abandoning is someone who can never sin. Now, we understand the basic idea of what abandoning is. We still have to answer the question which we asked earlier, which is if there is that, you might want to say, equilibrium or balance internally, and the godly soul and the animal soul are both of full strength, why is it that the animal soul has no success in the area of thought, speech, and action? And that we will discuss, God willing, tomorrow.